I can't believe it. But here we are. The year is 2058. The internet was shut down. Yeah. For 20 for 23 years. Everything was put on hold and and now we're back. World War 3 is over. They're throwing they're throwing uh, little pictures of the sailor kissing the nurse out of windows in Times Square. Yeah, and and now that the internet's uh, uh, back, I could print out a few extra copies. We're we're so excited that you're finally getting to hear this, the 279th episode of We Don't Have a Podcast Yet. People have been waiting for bated breath after we both died heroically in the Battle of uh, uh, Kiev. Mm-hmm. They said the two 50-year-old men couldn't pull off a suicide mission. <laughs> I, I, I told them AJ, that that's, AJ that's the only kind to, of mission I can pull off. <laughs> AJ had to wait in a, it, while I was in cryogenics for, for eight years so that we were both 50 at the same time. <laughs> yeah. They, they, what did we miss? Know, What's going on? Hey, guys, can you write into the show? Call, give us a call. Do you think the podcast hotline still works here in the post-war future? Does anyone even speak English anymore? Is this this is the this this is the episode that people look to and they say, oh, isn't this like a funny, like dark history possibility where these two idiots pretended that their side had won in the war? <laughs> It's a real uh, Prince Albert and Hitler situation. (laughs) Folks, we don't have a podcast yet. And hopefully that's a good thing. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. Yeah, I'm Andrew James Estes. And And we're uh, here. We still don't have a podcast. It's like I said, 279 plus some bonus episodes that don't have a number on them. I think I've been I think we need to try and get someone to do a news story on us and uh, coin the phrase ghost podcasting. These are the ghost podcast, the podcasts that keep putting out episodes and never get it. (laughs) (laughs) They've been going they've been going for almost 300 episodes. Still, no one listens. Maybe we can, like, you know, get people to feel sorry for us and send us some care packages. I'm really banking on um, uh, doing like uh, like a like like Vincent Van Gogh and like they'll say, you know, no one no one even listened. They were like they were averaging like 18 listeners the entire run of that show. And it wasn't until Mm -hmm. they both died in a, in a murder suicide when they couldn't agree on how they were supposed to do the secret mission in Kiev when they were both 50 years old in yeah. World War 3 but then after that I mean like their their legacy lives on and their children Nathan's yeah, that, four that's, children that's and the AJ's, way to have... AJ's 300 children that he has <laughs> fucking his way through Eastern Europe during the war 
those those people are all set for life because of how popular the podcast became and how <laughs> after the American banking system was shut down uh, during the liberation of New York, they what the city that used to be called New York, which is now called uh, uh, Putingrad, uh that everyone just there was no way to stop being billed every month by Patreon. <laughs> they had to liquidate the entire U.S. government's uh, uh, the, the reserves at the Treasury to pay off the Patreon bills that everyone had, and and that's how that's how the new ruling class was born. Mm-hmm. It was these two fucking idiots. Who kept trying to make people remember O.J. Simpson for some reason? I don't think anybody's forgotten. I and I think that that is uh, largely because of us somehow. The history books it will show. Yeah, <laughs> just a picture of the two of us sitting. If, in a... if it weren't for these two gentlemen, many might have forgotten about O.J. Simpson. You know, could you think of a picture from from history books? That would be uh, like equally uh, unflattering as just the two of us sitting in a basement next to a big uh, bin of dog food at a card table. (laughs) I guess it would be just that they would have to use a picture of me sitting next to the dog food uh, (laughs) and then you in your room uh, by yourself. Yeah, and and that would be it. it. Would be that we we never even got a picture of the two of us together. That I mean, could you imagine if that picture that's like uh, Churchill and Roosevelt and Stalin all sitting together? If for some reason Stalin, they never got a picture of him with the other two guys, and so they had one of him like uh, like trying He's to clearly have a cardboard cutout of him. Oh, I was going to say that they just like did an inset picture of Stalin and he's he's trying to figure out how to how to work the 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 doorknob at at the Kremlin he, and he can't figure it out and he's looking over his shoulder like why why are you why are you photographing me right now and that's the picture this is like the other two like the leaders of the free world and then Stalin Trapped in the bathroom because you can't figure out how to use the knob. Well, maybe the soap was just really slippery and he couldn't get a good hold on it. Yeah. It was was that slippery bourgeoisie soap. Mm -hmm. They'd still had laying around and and he was like, we aren't going to waste it. We'll just keep using it. No, it's too slippery. It's too slippery for our proletarian hands. I got an idea for a podcast. All right, let's hear it. This is called the Academy of Fart and Boner Arts and Sciences. All right. And this would be basically kind of like uh, like an Oscars ceremony, but where we present uh, awards on behalf of the Academy of Fart and Boner Arts and Sciences. So we All would right. be we would be coming up with the categories for the awards in the uh, fart and boner arts and sciences. And then we would be sending out nominations and then announcing who, who the winners are. And hopefully some of these people would uh, accept their awards 
Mm -hmm. We could give them a little speech. It would be fun. We could do this. We could do this recording in two sit in two different sessions. One where we come up with the uh, categories, and then where we uh, let the people give their give their acceptance speeches, and then we have <laughs> soundboard to play them out. We give them exactly one minute, and we start the clock right away as soon as they get in the <laughs> chat, and then we play them out with the loudest music we can find. Oh, not just the loudest farts we can find? Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's Of course, just, that could just be a category. It's just a boing sound effect and a fart. Could you imagine stop. being played off stage like your speech being cut short by loud, loud recording of your own farts? <laughs> Best Scope. recording of a fart to play out people at a fart-related <laughs> awards ceremony. And the nominations are... I don't even know who yeah. who would be. I mean, this is going to take some research. Nathan P. Woodard for uh, Bean Burrito. Wait, in the, uh, and so I have a recording of farts? I should. I should just start recording farts. And putting them on Spotify, mm-hmm. see how many clicks you get. Every single one, it just it, the title of the track is just a description of what you ate, and it's mostly like it'll be like Greek salad, speculus cookies, wine, and then the next one is like uh, I had a, a shawarma, speculus cookies, wine. <laughs> And uh, if, if you uh, tend to repeat all the time, you're going to have to come up with sequel titles. Yeah. Corned beef and cabbage, speculoos cookies, wine. Uh, the Reckoning. The corned beef and cabbage, Oreos, wine. Whoa! I'd start changing my meals around so that uh, there's always a little... I guess I could just... I could mostly just eat the same meals but just change what kind of cookies I have mm-hmm. once I have a, a couple of glasses of wine and say, you know what I need? Cookies. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a, a great way to uh, you use that scientific method. Like you can find out if, if you're getting uh, greater amplitude on your farts uh, based on which uh, cookie choice you've made. And I just want to say, if you're drinking wine and you think to yourself, I need cookies. Stop it. Don't. But I like cookies. To my cookies terrible <laughs> with wine, and I can't. I can't stop doing it. I say, oh, you know what would be good? Cookies. And then I and then I eat a cookie, and then it makes it taste bad because I've been drinking wine, and the wine tastes bad now because I've eaten a cookie. Hmm. And then I just, I just kind of lock up like a robot who's uh, who's been asked what it means to love. Now I'm thinking about what a wine shake would be like. Oh, like you know, a get, wine. Get, get out the blender, uh, fill it halfway up with a, a, a nice full bodied red and then just uh, dump your, your typical uh, milkshake mix-ins in. You know what? That could be good, actually. If you have like a nice dry red wine mm-hmm. and then like a chocolate ice cream. Yeah. I think it could be good. Yeah. As long as you stuck with the the chocolate and uh, fruit style milkshakes, I I don't think that we want to do like a butterscotch. Yeah, I, I, definitely. I don't think not. that's gonna work. 
Yeah. And, and, uh, what we started out with would be bad. I don't think Oreos belong in this. Maybe, maybe. probably not the speculoos though. They say Oreos are wine's favorite cookie. <laughs> the, the, this is the Academy of Fart and Boner Arts and Sciences, and we, and we've mostly just done wine and cookie arts and sciences here. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, how about for the boners? Uh, would they, uh, the boners themselves, be required uh, to to attend black tie, or is it okay if they stay inside of the pants? Oh, I because, think because yeah. uh, the owner of the boner isn't isn't uh, being the boner aware. owner, the the yeah. boner donor. Yeah. yeah, that that's the person who's winning. To be fair, this is not. It's the it's the Academy of Art and Motion Picture Arts and Sciences is what we're uh, having a little good natured fun mm-hmm. at their expense, but it's not the Academy of uh, uh, Actor and. Uh, wealthy pedophile arts and sciences that's just, that's just who gets the awards it goes to the uh art the uh, uh motion picture creators and and we would be giving it to the uh people who create the farts and boners of the world oh okay. but this is this brings up a good question do we have a category for people who inspire boners <laughs> rather than people who create yeah, I mean, I think so. Boner creator is an interesting title because it is both the person who uh, conjures up the boner physically and well, think mentally. about uh, the the uh, lowly scribe. The they, they they get to to awards for for their screenplays, which are an mm-hmm. emotion picture. You know, best the impetus for one best uh, bo- best inspiration for a boner. Oh, maybe we do one for fart too. Yeah, maybe a fart inspired a boner. You know it does sometimes. Who's who's got the sexiest farts? Oh, that you know that. Do you know that James Joyce dirty letter where he just keeps talking about farting? How yeah. he's fucking his fucking his wife and she's farting on him. I almost put uh, an idea based on that in is one of my ideas this week. Anyways, that's the Academy of Fart and Boner Arts and Sciences. Uh, do you got an idea here? I do. Uh, this one is called Mr. Remixelplizik. Mystery. Mixelplizik. Mi- 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 mix you spitzlick. Yeah. Mi- we're, mitzel- the spelling on that and pronunciation on that are, are the difficult part. Uh, the uh, Doing the podcast is the easy part because it's we're just... Gonna- uh, Role playing is uh, Superman in in that character uh, over top of uh, pop songs. Giving them a remix in which uh, Superman has been trapped within said song. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Re. Yes. Okay. I I did not. I still did not type it correctly, but. Uh, I, I have not uh, t- uh, written it correctly myself. I did not uh, look it up because I was not part I, of my preparation. I got very excited because I thought that you were saying mystery myth spixlet. Oh. And I thought this was going to be like a whodunit, <laughs> but where there was some sort of a trickster god character <laughs> fucking with 
the normal, uh, you know, way of solving a crime where there could be a thing where this guy has the, uh, you know, like the, uh, it sounds like, like a very Felix frustrating the Cat's magic uh... <laughs> bag where he can just pull any murder weapon from. Yeah. It's, uh, other than the, the inclusion of that character, uh, it's a very good, uh, closed room mystery story, but, uh, you know, there are so many red herrings because he just conjures everything in there. Yeah. So this would be where Superman and, uh, his strange little friend from another dimension, are remixing songs. <laughs> well, well, it, the the remix is just that uh, Superman is trapped in the song, so it, it would uh, allow us to not so much uh, remix the audio of of, of the set song as just uh, crank on it, riff on it as those characters, probably. Oh, so so we would be playing Superman and Mister Mix the Spit. Mi- and uh and, and then possibly trying to uh upload these onto uh, uh some sort of music streaming service and seeing if we we get caught i i believe that uh <laughs> uh puff daddy uh mr uh p diddy uh w- once upon a time uh made a multi-million dollar career out of just doing this so just i think like, it's a good idea uh. Yeah, a yeah. bad boy over top of a song that already. I, I, I'm going to take this police song. Uh, I'm going to take this. What was the other one that he did? Led Zeppelin song. That's there. I mean, I remember there was a Onion headline that said, uh, uh, "Puff Daddy releases Billy Jean in its entirety, changes <laughs> nothing." <laughs> yeah, he just called it the kid. And then re-released. That was, I thought, a very funny joke. Although, I I feel like now, uh, maybe a little too obvious. You couldn't get away with it now. Yeah, everybody's had that observation. And I'm sorry that I'm saying this because you did just have this observation yeah. before I brought it up. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. But I mean, this is this is where me and me and you play Superman and his little friend, and we shield ourselves from the criticism that that joke is worn out by pretending to be the well, world's mightiest man, Krypton's the hero from the planet Krypton, and uh, his little friend. Are we gonna go like the animated series and do the? Uh, Gilbert Gottfried voice for uh, Missy Spixlick. I've heard uh, d- several different uh, versions, uh, and uh, yeah, we can go Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, hmm. I can't hear it. Which uh, was it? Just the su- the first Superman and Batman Adventures show that he was in. I think it was the yeah, the Warner Brothers. I think there's an episode where Lobo plays into it as well because it was like, oh, this one's going to be one of the wacky ones. So we get Lobo and Mister, and I I this is why I always pronounce it makes you spits lick is because in that episode he's like it's mix. Yes! And then he holds up a Yes album. Spitz! 
lick. And then he has a big cartoon tongue comes out of his mouth and licks Superman. Now, it did not sound like you were doing a Gilbert Gottfried. Well, I'm I, sorry. I was in my head. It was a, a higher pitched variant. It's mixed. <laughs> I, I know you're going to have to do the Gilbert okay. Gottfried voice. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm no wait. I think maybe, maybe I is this. Am I doing it? I, I don't know. Is this what he sounds like? Can you imagine having to? Is is it just while he's on stage that he does that? Is, is it like a? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that somebody okay. uh, like. There is like a recording if you go on YouTube of like a voicemail that he left for somebody who was like, Hey, um, hey, how's it going? Gilbert here. Uh just wanted to touch base about uh our plans to uh sound annoying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mr. Mm-hmm. Mi- Remix you spitzlick. Yes. All right, I got here's my second idea this week. This is called Yoke'em if you got him too. <laughs> Get me Jesus on the line. <laughs> Folks, we saw some great print. We got print. We got print granitration on Yoakum if you got him. We still have not heard from Dwight Yoakum. It feels like he might be actively blocking our attempts to uh, goad him into appearing on a podcast. And I say, fair enough. Maybe we're not setting our sights high. Hi, we need to be setting them higher. Uh, get me Jesus on the line. And I think that maybe th- there's never been a better time to do this. Uh, Kanye West is currently slogging through a uh, a muddy World War One uh, trench for Balenciaga. He's dressed as a policeman from Roblox. Why not? Why not try and goad him into appearing on our podcast by letting someone else answer on his behalf? Maybe, maybe that's maybe what we've been Dwight missing Yoakum. All. Like, if we get Dwight Yoakum, <laughs> we're gonna make him answer <laughs> questions for God. Kanye. If we got Dwight Yoakum on and then made him answer on behalf of Kanye West, we could keep trading up in this fashion until we get God Almighty on the show. Then he's having to answer questions on behalf of Super God. The, the man he worships. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Super God now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Why don't we worship Super God? Like, no, we've never thought of that. Like, we can we just... Right, let's throw away the entire idea of having a podcast and start a new religion where we worship Super God and he's God's God. And, and we're like, you didn't know about this? Oh, yeah. No. This is the real shit. God loves this guy. Super God. You're not worried at all that some asshole down the road isn't going to break that he has a super mega ultra God? Oh, fuck. No. Ah! Super God Infinity Plus. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to follow like Power Rangers naming conventions. Like there will (sighs) be a new God each year. (laughs) There's gonna be like it'll yeah, like, sound better, but it will be worse. Oh, oh, you're still you're still following uh, Jehovah. Oh, I'm 
I'm a follower of Jehovah Jungle Fury. That's the new one. Hey, yeah. Jesus Bob Blast. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, I still think that maybe we could we could do something with getting getting Jesus on the line. Yeah, I I think that 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 would be the one. If we had that one, we'd have a podcast. It's it's entirely possible that this is the magic that we've been missing. And we could still do the uh attempted uh voice of Superman and uh Mixy Spitzlick on that too. I think maybe uh, Kanye West would really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we we do like a, just a we we get both. We get Kanye and ask him what he thinks about our remixes of his songs. I'm sure he loves it. I'm sure that he he probably if we gave him like a a mini disc player with all of our episodes on it, he would sit down. And he would he would carefully consume each episode, keeping detailed notes. I can only imagine hmm. he has the utmost respect for us as as artists, <laughs> as as fellow members of the yeah. Academy of Fart and Boner Arts and Sciences. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and if I know one thing about Kanye, uh, he's a glass half full kind of guy. Could he, you imagine? Uh, he likes if- to like things. If I released my album of farts, he would probably just release his own album of farts and I would get no one would even notice mine. That's his would just be one continuous hour long fart. And and no hey, one he's would probably going to win an award for that from us. People would be like, yeah, no, after Kanye released his fart, I didn't even care about any of the other ones. Me and Drake over here in the corner at the Grammy Awards, mm-hmm. just mad as hell. And you uh, somehow like, you I have didn't to even... host the show too, and, and it just turns into a, a a nonstop cavalcade of awards for Kanye's farts. And you're like, I started an awards show so I could. I win have an my award. own awards show, and people are like, "Did you win that one?" No, we gave it to Kanye too. I don't know. I even made it so my vote counts for more, and I still lost. I still somehow lost. Anyways, do you have another idea for a podcast? Yep. Uh, This one is uh, Nathan and AJ's New Nightmare. (laughs) Okay. Which, uh, it's uh, spooky season again. Uh, We're getting uh, some, some... New entries from the same old uh, horror franchises. Uh, I believe that uh, we ha- we are up to 11 Hellraisers, uh, 13 Halloweens, 12 Friday the 13th, and 9 Nightmare on Elm Streets. And I think that maybe what we need to do is just come up with a new slasher. Ooh, I like this. I think we've done monsters before, but this is... Uh, I mean, it can be a, a supernatural in nature, but slasher style. I do love, I love a good slasher, and I feel like we haven't had a good new slash. I mean, what do you think was the last really successful slasher in the franchise, in the genre 
Uh, are you saying I mean, that uh, is a, a new original slasher? Yes. I mean, like, th- they have kind of, they've revived Halloween. I don't think that they've really done that for Freddy or Jason. Uh, uh, they they did it for Freddy. Remember they had... Uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley? Yes. One, no, for I, one movie. I was... I was Throwing shade at Jackie Earl Haley by saying <laughs> that I don't believe they've they haven't breathed new life into any of the other. I guess maybe they're doing a little bit of a scream. Scream's still got some juice. Yeah, that's probably the answer, and is probably better than <laughs> just about anything in those series. Yeah, the I haven't watched Halloween, but I haven't watched the new Halloweens, but. I did read something on Wikipedia that made me want to uh, personally hunt down whoever is making these films and uh, hit them lightly on the head with a hammer. That's like that they've reinvented the whole mythos of the Halloween movies so that now the uh, <clears throat> it said something about like that. Uh, uh, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, yeah, her, character, her character, Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode, or as she's known in the new canon, to Michael Myers as she who will not die or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Do they explain this in the movies or is this part of some show Bible that they've written about? I, ugh. I believe what happened with... Uh, and it is now a, a, a trilogy within the the Halloween movies, but they retconned it so that the only one that they pay any attention to is the very first one, and then skip I mean, uh, okay. parts uh, two through eight, and then here we they go. Need to, <laughs> they need to include three. Uh, as far as uh, new slasher characters go... I uh, I would say that uh, being stabbed to death is is one of my all time lowest do not wants. I I hate the idea of being stabbed. Mm-hmm. I think it sucks more than just about anything else. I don't like getting uh, shots at the doctor. I can't I can't look. I've never seen a doctor cut or pierce my skin. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. And, uh, despite all of that, I have been stabbed and I get shots every week. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, I, I, for a long time had a, uh, kind of a pathological phobia about being stabbed by a intruder who I referred to as Mr. Knife. So maybe that's, uh. That's where we could start is with a guy named Mr. Knife. Mr. Knife. Okay. And maybe he starts out. We, I mean, maybe this, we're getting ahead of ourselves. This is going to be for Mr. Knife origins where we find out that he uh, was originally just a door to door knife salesman. Yeah. He, he worked for Cutco. Yeah. He's a Cutco guy, but we can't use Cutco's name. They won't, uh, they won't sign off on this. <laughs> Sliceco. Um, Chop Corp. 
yeah. So Mr. Knife, he's just a guy who shows up, and all he does is just, I mean, does it need to be any more clever well, than uh, he uh, shows up and stabs you? I feel like this is the thing that makes the great slasher movies great, is that it's just a guy, and he's slashing. We and need some it. branding. Just the knife's not enough. We want to want you to be able to pick him out from a lineup. He's got uh, a but you can't. Michael pick Myers a, has a very distinctive mask. They, have, Jason, they all have very a very distinctive mask. Freddie badly burned and has knife hands. Pinhead has pins in his head. Right. So maybe do we go like? Is he disfigured in some way, or is he disguising himself? I I, could, I say why not a little bit of both. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's, um, he's been burned with acid, and he's wearing a. Oh no! 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 Wait! 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 He was. Ooh, well, this is getting too close to Candyman territory. How, how about for my this? Tastes, but I'm most afraid of uh, suffocation. Uh huh. Maybe the reason he stabs is because he got suffocated. Oh, he's he's all tangled up in a pool liner. <laughs> Somebody uh, dunked his head in a bucket of glue and glued him up so he couldn't breathe. He's just walking around dragging like <laughs> 60 feet of visqueen tarp. But he's got one arm free and he's just the knife. <laughs> Stabbing wildly. He's just swinging, swinging a big knife around. I love it. All right, let's go to the hotline. What do you say? All right. Folks, if you have an idea for a podcast, you can reach out to us, share your idea at we don't have a podcast yet at gmail.com, or you can call the podcast hotline that's 702-763-2277, 702-PODCASP, P-O-D-C-A-S-P, and leave us a voicemail, a voicemail like this one. Okay, so podcast about worst places to intern for and why and uh and then what you do thank you okay thank you caller worst places to info intern for and why and then what you do you uh, sell knives you're the intern for the Cutco salesman. <laughs> You're not even the Cutco guy. You you just got to carry those knives. Do you? Oh. And and what a great idea this is. Is you know, there, people are always like, "Oh, just watch out for that shit." Cutco, Pampered Chef. But what if you just put an ad out on Craigslist that you were offering an internship a, a, a marketing internship and then you literally just make people sell cutco knives for you and you don't pay them you mm -hmm. tell them that they're gaining experience we're paying you an exposure and then you send them into death valley and they die of exposure <laughs> boy you know I feel like there's not a lot of people out there who you can name who died of exposure. It's pretty much just, you know, the what? 
the Donner Party and Princess Diana. That's it. Um, what, what was the guy's name from uh, Into the Wild? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess exposure. And, and I guess Grizzly Man. Grizzly uh, Man was exposed to a bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone kind of dies of exposure to something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the guy from Chicago died of exposure to a gun <laughs> firing at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. That, never mind then. I guess it, it, I don't have something for this. Worst places to intern for and why? Uh, you know, it's funny because. Hmm. No, it's not. It's not funny. I'm sorry I said that. I thought I would come up with. I thought I would come up with something to say, and I didn't. There's nothing. Funny I, I'm going to say uh, worst places to intern for, and uh, why. It's going to be a pretty uh, personal decision on that, uh, because if you're interning for anything that you aren't passionate about that you really want to do, that's an awful place to intern. Yeah, I guess worst if, place if you're to- kind of not all the way in, that's a terrible place to intern. The intern thing, it's it's basically just you pick the worst thing you can think of and then you say, but what if there was an intern? Like if there mm-hmm. was a guy who was like, oh, yeah, I work for uh, uh, the porta potty company, but I work for the one company that says that they are a uh, that they're a carbon neutral porta potty company. So they don't have a truck that suctions the poop and pee out of the porta potty. I have, I I have, I get in there with a ladle. I have to put a big hose down in and then, and then start it up. (laughs) Like I'm siphoning gas. (laughs) And then you say, but that guy has an intern. That would be the worst job, I guess. Well, no, maybe there is a threshold. There's like an event horizon where a job gets so shitty that the idea, the idea of being below that guy is actually better because then you're just watching a guy literally eat shit. Yeah. That turns into a pretty good. That's a pretty good internship. Not a bad way to spend your summer. (laughs) You have to intern for someone who has at least enough power that you can that you can't be a little smug about watching them and having to help them. Hmm. So they have to be kind of a petty tyrant, at least. The yeah. guy who's <laughs> hoovering shit <laughs> through his mouth is not a petty tyrant. At least I hope not. I can't imagine what that guy would be like. Dear God. Um, hmm. What do you, you got any, you got anything for the worst place to intern? Um, I, the other idea that just, just something that, uh, is not long for this world. Uh, I, it wasn't interning at all. I, I used to deliver phone books. That was one of the first jobs I ever had. And that was pretty awful. Uh, just having an internship for the, the, Local newspaper or the phone book seems like a pretty bad internship. Yeah. 
Now, I, the the second part of this, I think, is where we like once we can track down like what a bad place to intern is, then the why and what yeah. you do that. Like, like once we figure out where where and why is bad, what you do. That's that I think is where the real money on this is, is, is us getting into how we're going to. uh take advantage of this poor bastard who has to has to siphon shit for mm-hmm. a living and how we're gonna i mean i i would say in that in that instance we started tiktok and it's just pictures of him trying to get the hose going every yeah, day yeah yeah and people love it folks we have to um, because of how tiktok works we have to censor out every time he says shit we have to beep it out because otherwise the the algorithm won't share our videos. But it's a man, and he's he's sucking on a hose filled with human feces, and he, he's and, and the internet loves him. But that then it no longer is the worst place to intern if we're making millions on. You know what? I I stand by it. I think probably making millions on TikTok is one of the uh, most horrible uh, and terrifying things that can happen to a a living human being with a soul. And I I wouldn't wor- wish it on my worst enemies. And we just posted our second ever TikTok from our we don't have a podcast <laughs> yet TikTok account. Go check it out and follow us. It's hey, we're worth a follow. We've posted twice in three years. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's go to the Podron. Okay, folks, the Podron forty five hundred is an artificial intelligence. We created it and uh, by training it with a list of the most popular podcasts in the world, and then it generates a list of new podcast names that serve as jumping off points that we can use. Uh, to, uh, you know, finally succeed at having a podcast. Uh, podcasts like the Leviathan Life, the Levi, ooh, the Leviathan Life. Yeah, it's uh, kind of one of those. Let's see how the other half lives. Podcast. Oh, okay. I was gonna say this sounds. Similar to like uh, like uh, your gorilla mindset kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This could be you know like a lifestyle podcast, but for people who are the uh, Leviathan, or well, who, here's who the idolize thing. the Leviathan. I don't think that the Leviathan will probably be a guest on this podcast, mm. uh, but uh, James Cameron very well might be. I think he is the the one who lives the Leviathan life down in his submarine. Oh, okay. You know, yes. tri- keeping tabs on on the what what's going on down there. He's got he's got <laughs> listen there's no one I would rather talk to than James Cameron when it comes to the comings and goings down at the bottom of the sea. Mm-hmm. Be like, "So, James, have you seen the sea witch's titties?" <laughs> She never takes off her clam bra. She's <laughs> How does that work? How does the sea witch get naked? Because it's like she has a dress, but then the bottom of the dress is tentacles. Like at some point, like 
does that do they pop out like how does because I, I i think that uh that uh she drops a like a pile of eggs and then you just go do your thing on them i guess so and she never i mean she has no need for mammary glands i guess she's sort of a you know if she's in the same what like uh She's not the same species, but she's in the same phylum and order as the mermaid, like a half sea creature, half human. Mm-hmm. So that explains as a, as this as is a sort absolutely of a, something we're going to go over in the Leviathan life, uh, because there are so many species down there that we really don't know what they get up to. The, the, the sirens have titties, but not for providing milk for their babies, but for trying to get Odysseus to uh, jump to cut break loose from his bondage and jump into the ocean. Those poor unfortunate souls. The Leviathan life. It could also be. Isn't there a? a depressing philosophy book called the Leviathan. I think it's like Maybe. a Th- Thomas Hobbes book or something. Thomas Hobbes. That's Calvin's friend, right? Yeah. And you know, nowhere near as fun as uh, I'm going to call him the real Hobbes. You know, Please. sorry, sorry, Thomas Hobbes. You, you've, you were a distant Th- second best. The cover of the book. Actually, is- no Roy Hobbes is better too. You know, Hobbs from Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Get in line, Thomas Hobbs. Does the Hobgoblin count? Uh, the Hobbs Goblin. Yeah, the Hobbs Goblin. How come they never let Hobbs piss on things? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because he doesn't have a. a he has like fur covering his butt. Like if he pulled his little pants down, his little butt cheeks wouldn't be visible. Mm, yeah. They should. Let's start. Ooh, here we go. Let's start our own merchandise. That's Hobbs doing a shit on things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People think, oh, they've, they've discovered. He's still going to be looking over his shoulder, though. The atom bomb of, of stickers for your car. Calvin taking a piss on something. No, 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 no. What's this? It's Hobbs doing a shit on a thing. And we, and what do we, what do we want to have him doing a shit on? Oh, uh. Hmm. Hmm. What do we hate more than anything? Uh, uh, it's. I think we start out with either Ford or Chevrolet. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I I think you have to follow. Okay. Uh, the, the the correct order of operations in this, and and you start. So we're gonna say Chevrolet. I think. Okay. I think Chevrolet has it coming. So we. Uh, it's Hobbs, and he's taking a shit on a Chevrolet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Hobbs is shitting on a Chevy, and then that allows us to spin off. So now there's a clever one where where Hobbs is taking a shit on Chevy Chase. <laughs> We're not going to sell the Ford one. Um, it's just Chevy and Chevy Chase. I don't know. I think we play to our base, Ford people. Ford people, and then okay, 
So, because people are already doing the Calvin pissing on the Ford. So we do Hobbs doing a shit on the Chevy logo. Yeah. And then Hobbs taking a shit on Chevy Chase. And then from there... I you know, when, when people buy that first sticker, we we're going to gonna data to... mine them very hard and we're going to find out what they believe and where, where their allegiances are. And then we'll have curated uh, Hobbs shitting on things stickers. Yeah. And, and yeah, it'll be based them. on their on their demographic data. It'll be like uh, <clears throat> Hobbs taking a shit on uh, an ex-wife who's a nurse born in February. Yeah, that's right. That's the Leviathan life. Mm-hmm. Do you have one that you like? Yes, this is called Million Demand. Ooh. And of course, this would just be a, a list of demands that we have to we have to get to a million. You say like, oh, uh, you know that. The terrorists have a list of demands. You say, okay, what are they? Well, they want a helicopter and and they want uh, a suitcase full of unmarked bills. You say, what else? Uh, They want uh, amnesty. What else? This is where we, we reverse the situation on the terrorists. They think they have us outfoxed. They've, they've made demands. But we say you have a million demands. Well, now what are you going to do? That plane is going to remain on the tarmac until the hostages grow old. They fall in love with one another. They live out full, rich lives. They start a little commune there. Babies are born. It's an entire culture. There are novels. Some of the great novels written on the you know United Flight 78. Will there be just like a, a parking lot for all the hijacked planes? All the yeah, all the hijackers. We just have million. We 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 say we need a million demands. You, listen, we'll give you whatever you want, but you gotta hit a million, and you and you can't repeat. You can't just be like a dollar, a dollar, a dollar, a dollar. They each one has to be different, and you could say like a dollar, a euro, a yen, a kroner. But you're not going to get to a million. Not even close, dude. You're going to have to, like, make demands like uh, we demand that the country of India is split up into uh, uh, sovereign citizenship. (laughs) Everyone gets to name their own money. You're still not going to (laughs) get Got a one track mind without those money requests. Greedy hijackers. Yeah, Come on, you, you can't even think of a waffle bar. <laughs> One of the hijackers is like, oh, 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 can we can we wish for extra wishes? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just mow him down. <laughs> Why would you do that to us? <laughs> Million demand. Yeah, this is this is basically the concept is that it's it's a system for turning uh demanders wish wish seekers on their heads making giving them a literal well no not a literal monkey's paw but maybe we've taken the concept of a monkey's paw and we've 
we've inverted it in a way where it still sucks where you get <laughs> you get everything you want but it bites ass and you don't want it is million this uh, are you getting these wishes or are these uh, demands in real time or is it a uh, well uh i don't want to you, you know have to make a second trip back so go ahead oh, and make yeah. your entire yeah. order <laughs> yeah. before <laughs> yeah this is like uh it's like the like fast cart at the grocery store you you have to finish your order before any of it gets delivered so that's that's the, the whole idea is that they they can't get any of their demands until they've hit 1 million demands and at that point then the then the check is in the mail okay so, so if, if we chose this one to be the podcast, it would be us uh, trying to make a million demands in 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 a, in a podcast. I guess, yeah, it would be it would be a uh, proof of concept where okay. we drive ourselves insane to prove that this. <laughs> I, I I think that it, we we could be like uh, this. This is demands one through four hundred and fifty. Yeah. I mean, it's here's the thing. It's a good idea in the sense that we wouldn't run out of episodes. Because even, I mean, what's a million divided by, what What do you think, like a thousand? Even if we did a thousand demands per episode. I don't think we can make a thousand demands yeah. in an episode. No way. It would be difficult. I, I think I overshot it with 450. We we <laughs> literally do a, a podcast where we come up with eight things and we have trouble. <laughs> We have trouble not repeating ourselves. Yeah. All right. Do you have one from the Podron? Uh, yeah. And speaking of uh, repeating yourself, uh, my face cereal kill you. <laughs> <laughs> my face. Yeah. Cereal. And this which is cereal I, like in series, not cereal like. Yes. Uh, yes. Captain as Crunch. in series, uh, which I, I chose this one because of its proximity to the, the new nightmare idea. Uh, I like the idea of someone who doesn't use a knife. Sometimes they use the face to do the serial killing. Oh, now that's, I think that might be, there's that new horror. Do you think movie. it's going to be a bite. It's not a bite. There's that smile. Is it called the, it's like the smile, like the smile or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to be the, the headbutt. Headbutt. Yeah, head <laughs> headbutting is 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 a is a method of serial killing. It's the headbutt killer. Okay, I guess it would just be butt, like smile. But yeah, a twenty four presents. This movie is butt. But what do you think the uh, uh, slowed down classic rock song they would play over the trailer would be? Probably Fat Bottom Girls, right? <laughs> Just as a misdirect. No, uh, Bang Your Head, probably. Mm -hmm. Right? Ba <laughs> yeah, Bang Your Head. Just real slow. Yeah. Like, kind of like, like monks chanting it. You know, maybe we cheat. Maybe, but maybe it keeps the speeding up. It just, yeah. 
I honestly, you could sell me on a movie of the guy who headbutts people to death. Well, think about it. We were talking about Pinhead earlier, and I don't think I've ever seen Pinhead kill somebody by slamming his pinhead into them. What a missed opportunity. Our guy's just going to have like a like a, a baseball helmet with a knife sticking out of it. <laughs> oh, he's going to. Oh, it's not a blunt force thing. He's yeah, stabbing. I guess, I guess so. You know, when yeah. we start out with blunt force. He has he has like the uh, World War One, like German helmet on. Yeah. Like the little Kaiser helmet with the pointy thing on top. Ooh, yeah. No, that's actually kind of good. But but I guess but doesn't if he's headbutting people that does imply blunt force trauma yeah not i what how do you describe and i'm sure that this happened right they had the pointy things on their helmets they must have been killing people at some point i I think that we would be uh within our rights to claim that this movie is based on a true story yeah it's kaiser wilhelm My face, well, oh, my face. Yeah, and really, I guess I'm used uh, using more of the forehead and the crown more yeah. than the face. Yeah, forehead, I guess, kind of part of the face, but not, not exact. Yeah. My face, cereal, kill you. Mm-hmm. All right, I got, I got one more. What do you got? This is called true criminology, fair expert. And this would be where we uh, we would just go to the fair and investigate uh, how um, the crimes are there. What's going? They the basketball hoops are slightly smaller than they should be, or oh, I thought you meant how uh, how carnies uh, deal with those who break the carny code in secret at the carny tribunal. I mean, maybe if we could get into that inner circle to actually talk to uh... where they find, you know, like they give you so many tickets and and you're like, well, I like to ride the Ferris wheel a lot. So I'm going to steal a few extra tickets. I'm just going to help myself to. Yeah. Do they do they have their own version of the Hague where they try their, you know. The clown who's been uh, spraying his own people with seltzer. (laughs) That would have made the, uh, you know, pretty much any genocide more fun if it instead it had been a clown uh, marching people into a uh, uh, seltzer fire. Yeah. I say that, but uh, this is... I think I think that idea occurred to, to Jerry Lewis once, once upon a time, and, <laughs> and they, they didn't release that movie. Wait. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Ugh. Yeah, I did. I I'm worried now that this is going to uh, not age well when there is some sort of a clown war that breaks out in the future <laughs> and we have to eat our words. Literally, a clown is going to uh, do balloon shapes of th- the entire uh, transcript of this podcast and then make us eat them. As a public execution of sorts, where we just slowly choke to death on balloons. Hmm. Sorry to bring the tone down. Yeah. 
with a, a grim prediction. You already of, know I'm afraid of suffocating. It's <laughs> nightmare go. fuel for me. That's how, yeah, that's the killers in our uh, slasher movie. It's just us, but we have a long string of balloons tied together, dangling out of our butt. Mm-hmm. That, and that's uh, pretty much not my favorite. But uh, in, in seven, like the the guy that got force fed to death, that's a pretty good serial killer death. Force feeding somebody something that's not food. I guess that the like the guy who got to eat all the food in seven got the best deal out of all of those people. Right. Just the guy who just was like, oh, I like to eat. And then the and then Kevin Spacey was like. Well, well, what if I made you eat? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> like, uh, maybe you don't understand. I'm going to make you eat until you kill yourself by eating. It's like, well, yeah, what do you think I was doing this whole time? I'm, I'm eating <laughs> I, myself I, to death. I don't know how you get somebody to do that in one night. You know, you can keep making lasagna and keep giving him lasagna, but... Yeah. Does kind of seem like if you're At not at some point you're going to throw it, up. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's not like a Monty Python and the the meaning of life that that doesn't happen, right? Correct. Okay. I don't believe that happened. It doesn't happen in seven, right? They're just like, oh, he's just dead. Ate himself to death in they one said night. Some, some sciency mumbo jumbo. What about, a cr- yeah. one crazy night. This guy loved lasagna. All right. um, Let's let's pick one out here. Okay. We didn't really get into the whole fair part of that. It just kind of. Well, well, here's what we got. The Academy of Fart and Boner Arts and Sciences. Mr. Remix Spitzlick. Yoke him if you got him too. Get me Yeezus on the line. Nathan and AJ's New Nightmare. Worst places to intern for and why and what you do. The Leviathan Life. Million Demand. My Face Serial Kill You. And True Criminology Fair Expert. <laughs> okay. Uh, my favorites are uh, True Criminology Fair Expert, Million Demand, and uh, New Nightmare. I like New Nightmare. It, I, it scratched an itch that I hadn't, uh, I hadn't scratched in a while, which I think we did last when we were doing the monsters on trial. Uh, came up with the new monster that is the egg, the Japanese egg witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would love to. I'd love to get back <laughs> into that laboratory <laughs> and okay. come up with a slasher. So let's say Nathan and AJ's New Nightmare. That's the podcast uh if you want to if you want to hear it folks go over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet and sign up to support the show you'll get access to the bonus episode every friday or saturday or sometimes sunday if if uh, one of us is sick and uh you'll also get access to an entire uh a whole king's ransom of uh previously recorded content that isn't available on the normal free feed uh we just recorded one where we uh watched a robin williams stand-up special and then uh graded him on how good the jokes uh were on content and delivery we've also done several good episodes (laughs) 
Uh, also, give us a review on iTunes. It really helps spread the word about our show uh, uh, or our lack thereof. Uh, follow us on social media at WDHAPY on all the stuff. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Nathan P. Woodard. I'm Andrew James Estes. Good night. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.